is not meant to be taken as medical advice. Please talk with your health care provider if you have any questions or concerns. Support for WERU comes from Katahdin Pediatric Dentistry, providing treatment in all aspects of oral health care for infants, children, adolescents, and patients with special needs. Located in Bangor, KatahdinPediatricDentistry.com. It's just a few seconds before 10 o'clock, and you are tuned to WERU-FM 89.9 Blue Hill, 99.9 Bangor, and streaming online at WERU.org. Healthy Options with your host, Cynthia Swan, is up next. Hello, Cynthia Swan here, and my show today is Spring Cleaning, Ways to Fine-Tune Your Body and Your Life, and my guest is Beatrice Borden. Beatrice Borden is a traditional naturopath and a priest who practices as a pastoral health practitioner and counselor. She received her BA in sociology from Eastern Nazarene College and began her training in nutrition, herbs, and integrative health as a home birth midwife in Boston in the 90s. She did graduate studies in holistic in the holistic nutrition at Clayton College and became a certified health specialist and master herbalist and naturopathic doctor at Trinity College of Natural Healing. Beatrice has served as a Christian mystical priest in Boston and Dallas for eight years before moving to Maine with her new mission of teaching people to take charge of their own health through the power of food and lifestyle choices. In her practice, she relates to each person as a holistic being with the goal of having body, mind, and spirit in balance for optimal health. Her phone number is 207-683-2332. I'll give that throughout the show for those of you who would like to connect with her after the show. Her email is Beatrice at advancednutritionalhealth.com, and her website is www.advancednutritionalhealth.com. Com. Now, those of you who listen the end of the month in February may remember that Beatrice has been here before, and she is a, has a plethora of information, and because we didn't finish, I invited her back to do almost this part two, so I'm really excited to have you back, and we had great feedback from that show as well. So welcome back, Beatrice. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's so exciting to be able to do this. Good. Well, here we are, spring. Spring is here, and we're talking about ways that people can fine-tune their body and their life. And I also, um, a lot of the feedback I got from the last show in February was that people really appreciated all the low-cost or no-cost ways that they could really take care of their health. So let's dive in. But the first question, we're gonna, let's, let's start with a big picture about spiritual cleansing. What do you have to say about that? We know in the springtime, there's a cosmic energy. Spring is all about new life changes, and it's the time when you can really go and see what needs to be changed in your life. We've been inside and cloistered, and a lot of things around us are dead, dirty, not usable, and it's really time to clean up your environment, both your inner environment and your external environment. So you really want to look at what's in your life that needs cleaning out. And you know, when you look at spirituality, you can't separate that from the rest of your life because that's like managing the energy in your life and everything in your life has energy. So if you want uh, to have a beautiful home and um, all winter things have been piling up on the porch and you know the windows you can write your name on it, <laughs> uh, energetically it's the time to clean everything out and to clean out 
um, your thoughts and uh, spiritually maybe make some decisions of things that you want to do that you haven't done before. Maybe find a spiritual teacher, um, join a, a meditation group, um, do the Course in Miracles, do something new and exciting that will help that new energy, that new cosmic energy, which is just bubbling up right now. Great. Now, um, you alluded to this, too, you said about your thoughts. So what about, what about your thoughts? Ah. What about the mental aspect of a cleanse? What, what does that involve in terms of the mind? Now, that is the most powerful part. I believe it's more important to have a clean mind than a clean body. So if you're carrying around um, unforgiveness, hate, anger, um, shame, any of those lower emotions, it would be a good time to look at them and either just let them go or work with somebody. You could work with a therapist or a priest or um, a group of people who care about these things and let them go. Because, you know, there's the old physics, um, two objects cannot occupy in the same space at the same time. It works with thoughts. If you're filled with anxiety and um, hatred and unforgiveness, there's not a whole lot of space to be loving and peaceful. And so, you know, cleansing your thoughts and cleansing your emotions are really important. And every thought counts. That's how you create your life is through thought. Everything moves from the unseen to the seen. So things don't materialize just on the material plane. They come from the unseen plane into the material plane. So you want to have that area uh, clean and, and, where you, and available to have the changes in your life. That reminds me of uh, clairvoyant mystic Edgar Cayce, because he was, I think, the first one who said thoughts are things. And then everybody since then has kind of jumped on that on the health websites as well as in terms of spirituality when you when you talk about that like thoughts or things is it i just want to get a little more clarification is it that the thoughts themselves are powerful or is it the thought linked with the emotion that it evokes that's the more more emotion there is the more powerful the thought so you can say something that you really don't mean like oh i'm going to kill that kid Mm -hmm. and there's no emotion behind it so it's not going to go anywhere. It's not a, a, th- a thought anyway. You shouldn't ever put into a thought or into word anything that you don't want to see materialized. Right, because our language is important. Like, it you is, know, or that, that was to die for. You right. Know? Oh, mm-hmm. just like yeah. stop at that moment yeah. and let that go. But if you, uh, if you feel that energy, you want to say, oh, I don't want this kind of energy. I want something better. And you just change. I do... Um, correct, correct. You know, if I say something awful, I'll just correct it and want to put that energy in practice, keeping that energy at a really high vibrational level um, because that forms your life. So the more emotion that's linked to something, the greater impact it has with the that The greater thought. manifestation power it has. Okay, so that amplifies it, it the does. power of the emotion behind the thought or word. So you really want to clean that up. I know that last time you, we talked, you talked about so many things, but so very briefly about emotional freedom technique, because you talked about that as being able to move also, something people can do for themselves. Yes, it's so simple. It doesn't take going to school. You can learn it online, and it works. It works based on the meridian system, and you can change your thought pattern. You can change your physical problems 
it's just an, through tapping just these through meridians. Tapping. It's an energetic therapy. It's like energy psychology. And it is so easy to learn. Um, and you can't hurt yourself. You, you know, yeah. you're not going to end up in a worse condition if you try it. And it's readily available um, if you just Google it. There's a lot of um, great tapping websites. Uh, so it's one of those things you should have in your uh, your toolkit. Right. And Mercola.com has it. He's big on the uh, emotional freedom technique on his website. And there's a lot of local practitioners actually throughout the state of Maine that if people can't do it on their own and they really feel that they have to have an outside, you know, outside provider, that's available throughout the state um, for help as well. There's something new I want to piggyback on that because is called quantum techniques. And I just want to put that word out there. It's a couple, uh, uh, Beth, Daniels and um, gosh, I can't remember her um, her her partner, her husband's name, but he he was the creator, and it was a very interesting story that she was so ill, and she started she was like seventy pounds, or, I mean she was like very ill, and she got involved in this form of like it's EFT, but also Callahan's work, traumatic. Uh, tapping the, the the trauma tapper, the TFT, and then uh, the neurolingual stuff or neurolink group. But anyway, it's quantum technique. So I'll put that out there as another layer on your emotional freedom technique. Um, so the thoughts are things, thoughts cleansing. All right. So spirit and and the mind. Well, all right. So what about what about the physical body then? Well, the physical body can't be healthy if it's not cleansed. And we pick up stuff all the time. And this morning I was thinking about um, a parable in a pretty obscure publication called Poem of the Man-God. And Jesus said that just like from walking uh, in, our, in sandals, when we walk a few miles, our feet get, get dirty. There's no, um, we didn't do anything wrong. You know, we've just picked up stuff from the environment. And that's so true today because there's toxins in our food, in the water, in the air, in the clothes that we wear. And so detoxing needs to be like a way of life, not just a one-time-in-the-spring detox, but you really have to consider what am I going to do throughout the year to keep all this stuff out of our bodies. And it accumulates in the organs, it accumulates in the uh, adipose tissue, and it doesn't go away on its own. It just, it just hangs there. And we also accumulate parasites. I know it's a, uh, not a pleasant thought, but they estimate up to 95% of Americans have parasites. That high? Yeah, it was 85 to 95%. But, wow. you know, it, you don't have to live in a third world country to have parasites. Well, even your raw food, I mean, even, you know, even though it's great for you, you know, but the parasites and raw food, sushi, um, the fish, even cooked. I mean, that's why some people won't eat fish. Um, so, yeah, I mean. It's so easy to pick up and you get parasites and um, yeast and fungus. And yeast, of course, the diet. Loves that sugar. Loves the sugar. The sugar and feeds it. And people can't get rid of it. And it, it manifests in all sorts of ways in the body. And just being aware that you can detoxify all this stuff by, by doing cleanses. And um, it, you can't have maximum health if you don't cleanse. So, all right, so cleansing. Um, when's the best time to cleanse? How often? What kind? Well, there's just, there's so many cleanses out there. So you could make yourself crazy 
thinking that you have to do all of them. There are some really basic things you can do. One of the things I recommend is lemon water. Um, squeeze a fresh lemon and drink it in warm water every morning. Because that alkalizes the body. Yes, and you really want to have an alkalized body. And that's the easiest one that you can do. And then there's a lot of So things. you'd recommend that daily? I would recommend that daily. Either morning or maybe even p.m. If go, before you go to bed to I alkalize like your I like it body. in the morning because it kind of sets the pace for the day. Okay. You could do it at night if you didn't, weren't taking any other things and you wanted to do it at that point. But um, it's so easy, and it gives you a really lovely complexion. Mm-hmm. And it will just clean a lot of things out of your body. But the, one of the important things is it is an alkalizer. And I, wanted, I thought I might explain this, that people get confused about acid and alkaline yes. in the body. And when you think, oh, lemons are acid, and you say take that and it's going to be alkalining, well, what happens is when your body has to break down food, so you eat a piece of meat, your body has to produce lots of acid to break down that meat. Your body doesn't have to produce acid to break down lemon juice. Mm-hmm. And so the things that you can eat, which are basically fruits and vegetables that are alkalining, uh, don't take acid forming in the body. So because people get confused because they think, oh, I don't want to have acid in the body and I'm drinking an, a drink that has acid in it. Right. It's how it's, yeah, how, how it breaks down in the body. Um, so wh- what other diets? Well, one of the things that I think everybody should try at least once is the elimination diet. Okay, and what is that? Well, it takes three or four weeks, and you'd want to do this without doing any other kinds of cleanses. And you take all the things out of the diet that might cause uh, allergies. And you can have a sensitivity and not have a full-blown allergy. So you take out wheat, soy, dairy, eggs, meat, the nightshade vegetables, citrus, coffee, and nuts. Now, that sounds like, oh, my God. What Some am people I, would say, well, that's my whole diet, What am right? I going to eat? Well, you know, I'm assuming that people are not eating white sugar and white flour and processed foods. So, I mean, if you're doing that, you want to remove those first. Okay. Because um, your body will be in shock um, if you uh, are eating all these these processed foods. Yeah. Um, But what you're going to eat is fish and bison and vegetables and fruit and brown rice and herbal teas. And you want to do that for two or three days. And usually like on the second day, you go, oh, what happened to me? You feel so alive if you've been eating these other things. Mm -hmm. Now, all right, I want to play the devil's advocate. If you're a big coffee person or you're a caffeine person, and then you go on this elimination diet, you're going to have a headache. You know, what I would do is a week before I go on the diet, I would start and um, drink half-calf. So for a few days, drink half decaf and half caffeine, and then just kind of move it over to decaf, and then maybe the two days before, just... So you can taper down? So you can taper down. I know so many people that I've worked with who've had an addiction to caffeine, and this really works, and you don't get killer headaches. And okay. So it's, uh, yeah, you don't want to start this off. Feeling sick, really feeling sick. Because then it's hard to foods, stick with it. Right? And one of the things with the coffee, I had a client who had uh, a terrible time with coffee, and she found when she switched to organic coffee that she wasn't having the reaction. She was getting puffy eyes and mm-hmm. some you know, things it, that you wouldn't think that just changing from uh, 
non-organic to organic coffee, and that made a big cho- big change. And for so long, we've told people coffee is bad for them, and then Life Extensions has done all this study, and now they're touting the um, benefits of coffee, saying its antioxidant benefits are tremendous. But, of course, they're always supportive of organic. Yes. And the political aspect of it is fair trade. So what you want to do with this is after three days of just eating the fish and vegetables and fruit and brown rice, you want to add something. So you add something that you're desperate to have back. You know, for me, I would add eggs first because I have chickens and I just mm-hmm. can never go for very long without eating eggs. And then you really eat some eggs for the next three days instead of having like, you know, two eggs for breakfast. You might have two eggs for breakfast and have a quiche for dinner. And you want to make sure um, that you get enough of this new food back in your body to see if you have a reaction. So what would you look for in a reaction? You would just feel crappy. Okay. Or um, I have a friend who had a gluten sensitivity, and she would get cankers inside of her mouth. Okay. So any real change. Any change. Any if you get a rash change. or you feel punkish or right. not well. Or like or... you felt like a million dollars on the basic foods, and now you've added a food, and you don't feel quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you eat that food for a few days, and hopefully you feel really great. Okay. What about somebody who goes on this diet for three days and feels worse? Like, like, have you ever had people who have done this and had a reaction? There'd probably they... be a detox reaction. So that they're so, so toxic? They're so toxic that doing this, you know, there's like this rebound effect when the toxins start to get released from your mm-hmm. body. I did one time, I stayed in the sauna, my sauna, uh, an extra 20 minutes, and I felt so bad all day because I had just like... It was like too much too for much. your body at that time. Right. And so... Um, I'm giving this diet for people who are probably fairly healthy okay. and want to fine-tune because there are a lot of things that we're sensitive to. You could also get an ALCAT test, which is uh, a test that's probably about $350, and it tells you what things you're sensitive to. And intolerance. And, yes. And this is so. This doesn't cost anything, and it, it works really well. I mean, people have really good been able to eliminate or to identify oh wow i have a wheat uh, intolerance or maybe it's not an allergy but i do have a problem with wheat because i feel really bloated and i feel crummy and right in the last six or nine days doing this i felt great and now i've added this one food and i don't feel so well and so so um, that's how you can tell if it's that food that triggers right so that's the the benefit of this kind of diet so um the other i have two other ones one is a juice feast a juice feast. Um, a juice feast. Uh, there's a website, juicefeast.org, and um, it's fun to go on a juice feast. I went on with a friend. I only did it for two weeks. She did it for 42 days. Wow. And some people do it for 96 days. People who are chronically ill have amazing results, and you drink like five quarts of juice a day. Wow. Um, and that's a, all you take? Um, I mean, you yes, don't eat and salad you have some foods. supplements. There are a few supplements that you have the options of adding um, there's um, hemp oil and MSM and bee pollen and B12 supplements, blue-green algae, uh, green superfoods, and kelp, and you can add those in. And if you're doing this for a short period of time, um, it's not, I mean, the body's really happy to have this. And you get, I can remember being in the grocery store and looking at the bag of kale going, look at that kale. I mean, that's not a thing normal people do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And also with this, you have to do an enema because you need to keep um, everything moving. And there's not a lot going through. And my friend who did it for 42 days, she was working with a practitioner and she um, ate an apple every day. 
besides doing the enemas to have something the pectin to, and the su- yeah something to, to like go through and clean it out because you don't want anything if you don't have a bowel movement that's so bad because you're producing the toxins are coming out and they're lining your intestines and they're going to get reabsorbed so you really want to get really sick really <laughs> sick yes uh, so you really want to do this and you can add skin brushing and hot and cold showers if you're one of those brave people who can stand that and um, it's really uh, it's great to find a buddy okay. and do it with and talk with them and um, yeah it's so juicefeast.org juicefeast.org yes um, and one of the other things which will that'll clean a lot of stuff out one of the other things that works is raw food um, I think that an optimal diet is to have 80% of your diet in raw food, but it's a chore. And in Maine in the winter, it's not fun to eat a lot of raw food. When you're food. cold. You know, if you're right. a person who runs cold, it's hard to eat right. cold Right. I food. want cooked carrots and parsnips and potatoes mm-hmm. and stuff that I really don't want to crunch on. Mm-hmm. But uh, to do it for a couple weeks to clean out is just a, a really good thing. So you, you have a lot of different choices. If you don't want to do juice feasting, you can do raw foods. And the wonderful thing about raw foods is that you get to eat nuts and fruits. And I asked you to bring a couple recipes that you I, had shared I did. with me. I did so, a couple dessert recipes. For you want me to share yeah. them? So um, this recipe I actually got from uh, via Dr. Shar, who is a holistic medical doctor up in Bangor, and it's a Patricia Kane recipe. And and I I can't speak. Um, intelligently on Patricia Kane. I think she's a research scientist who looks at neurotoxicity <laughs> and um, her whole thing is healthy fats. <coughs> so this is her um, chocolate pudding recipe and it's a real simple recipe and I can say it's absolutely delicious. It's uh, a quarter of a teaspoon of vanilla, three to four avocados that you would put uh, to scoop out all the flesh, throw them in your blender or your food processor, and then put in this teaspoon of uh, vanilla. And then you would add cacao powder, about uh, two to three tablespoons of cacao powder, and then a quarter of a cup of honey. And that is your chocolate pudding. And it is absolutely delicious. And you give it to people, and they will not know that this is not true chocolate, quote-unquote chocolate pudding, that they will not know that the base of it is that healthy fat of the flesh of the avocado. So it's a teaspoon of vanilla, three to four avocados, uh, cacao powder, and then about a quarter cup of honey. If you like it sweeter, I guess you can add more. So that was one. And the other one, this is a, a raw foodie recipe, which is, I call it cacao truffles, but it's um, almond butter or cashew butter. You can throw into that um, raw coconut if you like it, and you would take dates and chop up the dates real fine and throw them in, and then your cacao powder. And all of that would... Um, and so that gives you a nice, like, chocolate truffle with, and you mix it all in. And you could even throw cacao nibs in it if you want something crunchy. So that's your cacao truffles. And cacao, as you know, is a high antioxidant. You know, they're touting that as, oh, the great chocolate, healthy chocolate. So, um, so that's cacao. Um, and, you know, you make it in that paste and you just roll it up and you've got these chocolate truffles and they are absolutely delicious. So I think raw foodies have a lot of really interesting things. Mm. And you can, um, you can dehydrate things. I have a dehydrator. So that all the enzymes, that's one of the great things about eating raw food is you get all the enzymes. And so you can make raw crackers. 
um, there's just an amazing oh, yeah. amount Your of things. Oh, yeah, your kale chips. I think you Ooh, had mentioned yes. kale chips. Delicious. I've done them myself. Uh, kale chips with, uh, you put olive oil, garlic, and um, a little lemon juice and sea salt. So and delicious. then I just, and you take out the woody part of the stem with the kale, and then you just squeeze that up and lay that out on your dehydrator. And oh my God, that's a, just fantastic. And and you can, and sometimes I take them and I crunch them up and throw them on top of a salad with my, uh, uh, the seaweed too. So when you're thinking about raw food, it's not like just eating carrot sticks and apples. No, there's that, tons there's of options. So many, many great recipes out there, and so many websites. Oh yeah, David Wolf, the king of raw yes. food, right? David Wolf, David and Avocado then, Wolf. <laughs> yes, and then Brian Clements of the Hippocrates Institute um, down in uh, West Palm Beach. A lot of raw food, and of course the the, the guru of wheatgrass is uh, Ann Wigmore, who's crossed over some time ago. But yeah, raw food is amazing. I agree. And it's, you know, the thing is, is you're right. When I first started to play around with some of this, I was like, oh man, I'm going to get sick of eating salad. But it's so delicious. And when you learn other ways also to dress a salad as well, oh, it, it's phenomenal. There's a delicious, easy kale salad recipe with that olive oil, uh, squeezed lemon, pine nuts, if you can do nightshade, you throw in organic uh, baby tomatoes sliced up, and then your kale, of course, you put that first with your olive oil, scrunch it up. You cut it in real thin ribbons, scrunch it up. It is one of the most delicious salads. I've served that to people, and they're like, this is kale? you right. got to be kidding me. This people is kale? People have an aversion to kale. <laughs> it is so good. Kale, uh, kale has become, the it's for wonderful. me, the queen. Kale is queen. It's I love it. so high in nutrients. Um, so... People should consider sometime during the year doing a couple weeks of raw food and maybe from that experience be able to add some more, more into their daily diet. Uh, one of the great cleansers that I wanted to talk about is coffee enemas. Okay. And um, I didn't bring this up the last time. And it's really inexpensive. You want to buy organic coffee. The thing with a coffee enema is it not only cleans the lower part of the bowels, you only want to do the sigmoid part, but it also gets taken right away to the portal system and it cleans the liver. And um, the Gerson Institute uses it for cancer five days a week. And other doctors that I've read, um, I have all the tapes from the last cancer summit, they all are using coffee enemas. It is um, just so cleansing. And so I'm gonna give the recipe, it is easy. It's two tablespoons of coffee in 32 ounces of water, bring it to a boil, boil it for 10 minutes, let it cool, divide it up and put 16 ounces into your um, enema bag. And when you're, when you're gonna hang your bag, don't hang it up on the shower rod, hang it on the doorknob because you wanna have a gentle cleanse. You only wanna do the bottom part of your colon. So you don't want to have it real high up because no, you don't want, okay. And you don't want a big rush, you know, you know, you're not doing a colonic, you're just doing this bottom part, and the sigmoid part, and it's also going to be picked up and taken to the liver. Okay. And do 32 ounces and let it sit in your bowels for 10 or 15 minutes. Do it on the bathroom floor on a, a comfy blanket and then evacuate and then do the other um, 16 ounces. And um, it will relieve pain. And this has been around since World War I. They, they developed it in hospitals when they had no other medication, but they had coffee. And they used it on the soldiers, and it helped kill pain. 
Amazing. Um, so it will because it helps to detoxify. It's eliminating. So it detoxes. Yeah, it cleans the liver and the colon, and uh, so this might be something that you'd want to do once a week. Now, would you repeat that? You would do the enema and evacuate. Would you do it again? Do the other sixteen right ounces. Away? Right the other away. sixteen ounces. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're doing so it's like two flushes into the system. Right. And then uh, do you have to clear out with anything else, or nope, that's, that's it? it? You're done. That's it. Okay, and you like that? That's the juice feast. That's part of the juice feast. It is, and the juice feast they do warm water, but you certainly can substitute and have a, you know, a much more powerful with the coffee using the coffee. Animals. Okay, thank you. And is that on your website? No, but I will put it on. You'll My put it on your website w- person is unavailable this week, so it might not all get on until okay. um, after he comes back. But okay, but you'll have it up there yes, eventually I for will. people. Okay. So the next thing I, I'd like to talk about, if, if we have time, is clay. Uh, yeah, clay to me is the most natural and soft uh, detoxifier. It's very inexpensive. It's only $20 for a pound, which is a, a quart jar. Uh, your mason jar filled is uh, about a pound. And bentonite clay just pulls out the toxins basically because the clay has negative, a negative ionic charge. And so as it's going through the system, I put mine in a, a smoothie in the morning, and I only use a tablespoon. Um, but you can use a little more than that. Just play it by ear. And as it goes through the system, it pulls out bacteria, heavy metals, parasites. Um, the thing with drinking clay, and I think people should drink clay, often, <laughs> is you have to drink a lot of water or it's constipating. So you really need to get in those eight glasses of water every day. So and make sure you're not dehydrated. Right. You don't want to be dehydrated because the clay will like... All right. Give me a website. Give listeners a couple websites. Do you have any off the top of your head oh, for purchasing clay? I, I do. Um, there's a person named Perry A, and she does living clay. So if you Googled living clay, you would find her website. And um, I carry clay, so you could pick it up at the office if anybody wants it, because I buy it in, like, 100-pound containers. My kids call it mom's dirt. Um, (laughs) But the other way that you can use this, and it's a good parasite remover. It takes out all sorts of things, and it also stimulates the lymph system. Um, And people who are really chronically ill should be taking clay baths and how you do the clay bath it's two cups of clay well that's a considerable amount of clay but if you're really sick you don't care Mm -hmm. and you put that in really hot water in the tub and dissolve it and then um, fill it up until the water is comfortable and then you only sit in it 15 to 20 minutes Uh, if you overdo that you'll have a, a rebound effect so, so keep it not like what typically they'll say for a, a, a bath, a detox bath. They'll say sometimes 20, 30 minutes. You're saying no more no, than not, 15 not to 20. No, not clay. You only do okay. 15 to 20. And you can just, you know, spread it all over your body. The wet clay just draws out and then, then rinse off. Shower off. Okay. And shower off afterwards. And it, it is, I think, the, the easiest detoxer to use. When I put it in my smoothie in the morning... I don't even know I'm drinking it. I mean, if people ever told me, oh, you're going to be drinking clay, I would think, oh, you're crazy. And I have a microscopist who does my blood twice a year, and he says to me that families who do clay have the most beautiful blood. It really takes the stuff out. Inexpensive, gentle. You know, in um, 
people have been eating clay for a long time for mm -hmm. good reason. And this clay is um, so pure and wonderful. And you can use it on hundreds of other things. Now, the one thing I would, I would imagine and what I've read is that you don't want to take your vitamins right away, though. If you're going to no, take clay, just, don't, because it's going to pull that you out. You want a three-hour window. Okay, so it's the three-hour window. So don't take any kind of supplements or anything. If you're having this in the morning, wait till lunch to take your supplements with that meal. And also clay is just wonderful if you ever have food poisoning. Oh, I didn't know that. I gave a, a quart jar to all my four sons. Just, you know, not that they were going to drink it every day like their mom, but that, you know, if you get sick, this is really good. Put it in and it'll just pull those toxins. Great. And um, it'll Great stick to, to know. the clay. So you, so you advocate that everyone drink clay. I do. Okay. Um, what, what other, what other on your list there? And then we're going to take well, a Well, there's MMS. Okay. It's called Miracle Mineral Solution. And there's a lot of controversy, but not with the people who use it. The controversy is created by the people who don't use it, and um, the FDA doesn't approve it for internal use. It's a water purifier, but it clears up parasites. So it clears up malaria, and it'll do any kind of um, anaerobic microbe, uh, liver flukes, candida. And the thing with MMS is you start with one drop or two drops, and you build on it daily, and it's really gradual. And if you don't feel well, then you drop it back down. And your body just tells you how much of this you can take. And um, I've done it most of I, I, you know, I, I I'll, I'll admit, I've done that, and I, it cleared out parasites. I saw them. Yes, <laughs> it, yeah, I will admit that on the air, it 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 worked, it, and it was like, yeah, it's a wonderful thing it was to pretty do. Pretty amazing. It's it's sodium chloride. It's a solution that is twenty five percent sodium chloride, and you mix mix it with citric acid. You can use yes, lemons or whatever, and then it becomes chlorine dioxide, mm -hmm. and that's also really cheap. It's like twenty dollars a bottle, and I think a bottle would last for years, a long time. Years, unless you have a large family, um, but it really cleans things out. We're, we're, let's, let's go ahead and take a quick break here, and then we'll come back and we will continue our conversation and we'll also open it up to callers. So again, we're talking about spring cleaning, ways to fine-tune your body and your life, and my guest is um, the doctor and reverend Beatrice Borden. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Cynthia Swan for Healthy Options. Spring cleaning, ways to fine-tune your body and your life with my guest, the doctor, Reverend Beatrice Borden. And we've been talking about um, 
ways to clean up your body physically. I'm going to give the toll-free number if anybody wants to call in with a question or comment. Um, and that number is one 866 625 9378. And I'll say that again. 1-866-625-9378. And um, I think we wanted to, we have a caller right now. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and take this call and we'll have to, um, caller, welcome. If you want to give us your first name and the town you're from. Good morning. This is Yo in Tremont. This is a very interesting program. Thank you. I uh, had recently heard about bentonite clay, so I thought I'd uh, give it a try. I picked up some uh, Aztec Secret at the co-op. It says uh, natural calcium bentonite for external use only. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is, are there different grades of bentonite clay, or is this just something that they put on here to avoid liability? That's a great question. Avoid liability. It's um, you could go to their website and see what they have to say on their website. The there's nothing in the clay. It's just clay that is going to um, be toxic when you put it in your body. It's going to do the opposite. So a lot of times they have to put things like if you go to the MMS website, it'll say not for internal use, and then then it continues to tell you how to use it internally. Um, so I'm not familiar with that clay itself, that brand, that brand itself, but um, calcium bentonite is the way to go. There is also sodium bentonite, which um, I used before calcium bentonite, and it's not as good. So, um, yeah. So, I, so your, your, your sense is to yo that this is the, the disclaimer because they don't want anybody to get sued if they take it internally. Yes. Uh, on the package, is there anything in it besides um, the clay? Says 100% natural calcium bentonite. No, I would say that that would be something that you could ingest. So I don't have to be timid about this warning here. No. I would start off with a teaspoon and see how your body, you know, everything is based on how your body likes it. And um, start off with a teaspoon and then work up to a tablespoon. And you can do even two tablespoons uh, if your body likes that. Great. Thanks so much for that tip, and uh, thanks to everyone for supporting Community Radio. Thank you. So, um, Beatrice, let, let's, let's continue the conversation. I know you wanted to talk about hydrogen peroxide. Yes. Uh, the reason I wanted to talk about hydrogen peroxide is it's, I think it's not a good detoxer, and I know people who have used it, who, um, who have bought the 35% food grade and uh, have used it internally. So you're, so you're saying it's I'm, not a good internal detox. I'm saying it is not. It's great if it's an intravenous one. If you've if you're got cancer and you're working with a doctor and they know what they're doing and you get hydrogen peroxide intravenously, that's really good. But what I heard from a, a doctor who uses it intravenously is that if you take it into your digestive system and there's any kind of blood, you should, people take it on an empty stomach, but the hydrogen peroxide becomes peroxide. And that can cause tumors. Tumors in the intestine? In the intestine. So it's just not worth the chance 
of doing that when there's so many other things that don't have those negative side effects. I think that's brilliant because I know a lot of people who take hydrogen peroxide internally and I almost did myself and I'm so glad I listened to my intuition. That was before I heard this information. So thank you for that. We, we have another caller. Uh, if you'd like to give us your uh, name and the town you're from. My name's Terry and I'm in Somerville. Hi, Terry. What, what is your comment or question? There's a kind of, it's called bentonite clay mm-hmm. that you use to line a farm pond or whatever. Oh. That, in fact, comes from some banking up around Benton, Maine, oh. just up above Winslow. Really? Yes. Interesting. I know that about building ponds. I don't know about eating it, but I know that that's one way that you can seal up a farm pond. Thanks for that information. Really appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. That's interesting. It is. I've... Oh, gosh, we have such great listeners. They're so amazing. Um, welcome, caller. Do you want to give me your uh, name and the town you're from? Uh, my name is Mitchell. I'm from Brooklyn. Okay, Mitchell, you, what's your question or comment? I wondered if there were any uh, specific recommendations for people with Lyme disease. Lyme disease. That that's that came up last time. We have uh, like it seems like we have a Lyme epidemic almost in Maine. Well, yes. what's your comment? Well, I think clay would help because of um, the spir- It's a spirochete. Yep. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And so it's in the parasitic uh, realm. I haven't actually had a client that's had Lyme disease. If I did, I'd know a lot more about this at this point. <laughs> but um, I think the, cl- the clay would be something that would be really helpful. Because it helps to draw because out Because it helps again? to draw things out. And um, Do you think MMS would be better? Or, or, and let me ask this question. I'm going to piggyback on, on our callers. It Would both? I would do them separately. Okay. I mean, you're not going to do a, an exceedingly long MMS treatment. Um, you know, maybe 20 days... 30 days, um, I think MMS would really work also. For the parasites. Uh, for the parasites. So anything that will get parasites out of the body. Um, so the MMS and the, uh, I, the so bentonite. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt. No, no. And it could potentially be a help. Yes. I hope that answers your question. I think it does, and thank you. I just think people really do need to be aware that it's on the rise in Hancock County. And yes. uh, a lot of doctors and stuff don't seem to be aware of it. So, Yes, thank, thank you for bringing that up. Okay, well, thank you. Um, you know, I'm going to say one other thing about that. What about the far infrared saunas? Because you talked about that earlier also as a detox that you do personally. I would think for Lyme disease that that heat therapy would be helpful. I actually don't know how it works on parasites. Okay. Um, I use it for heavy Detox. metals. Yeah, heavy metal. So. Okay. So, um, all right. So are, um, are we, have any other, so hydrogen peroxide, Beatrice, your senses, do not take do it not internally. It. Go ahead and use it externally if you want to spritz yep. it on your body. Great or to your, put in your irrigator and do your gums. Okay. Um, put in your, a little bit in your ears if you have an ear infection, mm-hmm. but not drinking it and having it in the digestive system. Okay. Because of the, this, um, knowledge about the potential tumors. Right. What, what else? Okay, um, I have like three more. Uh, one is colloidal silver. Colloids. I make my own colloidal silver. I, someone gave me a little colloidal mis- silver machine. And um, I use this 
for cleaning and um, I use it for irrigating my teeth and sometimes I drink it. And I know everybody who thinks colloidal silver thinks, oh, the blue man, mm -hmm. you know, and he drank gallons of colloidal silver and did a few other things weren't, which weren't too smart and um, thus the, the color that he turned. But small amounts of colloidal silver will clear out pinworms or bacteria or virus or, um, yeah, it just is a real gentle uh, cleanse. And you want to, when you, if you buy it or you make it, you want to keep it under 15 parts per million. Um, you don't need to have a really high number on that. And it works if you put it under your tongue. And it also works if you um, do it uh, as an enema. And it will clean things out. And then um, the next thing I'd like to talk about is the zapper, which I haven't used personally, but I have um, used to go to a chiropractor in Dallas who used one. And it's a positive offset generator. And I don't know a lot about this, but I think people should know that it's available and you can research it. Well, that's in Holda Clark's book, The Cure for All Cancer. She tells people how to make a zapper. And you can actually look it up on, on the web, and it will also tell you how to make a zapper, um, which is like this little electrical shock type uh, uh, um, Gosh, I wish I could speak about it more knowledgeably, but, but it's very fascinating. And it will kill bacteria and viruses, and uh, it's very gentle. And I think we have another caller here, so welcome caller if you want to give us your name and the uh, town you're from and your comment or question. Yes, my name is, my name is Catherine, and I'm from Appleton. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Um, I'll have first two things. My partner just went and had a CAT scan, and that was like 100-plus, you know, x-rays. Mm -hmm. So he immediately started doing the um, French green clay, um, which we get at the Belfast Co-op. Um, so he's been drinking that every day um, because, you know, that's a lot of x-rays. Right, to clean yes. out his system. Right. Uh, anyway, um, we really didn't want to do it, but... Um, we had to. I but understand. Anyway. We, we have to, we, we use what, what, what's available. Yeah, well, <laughs> now I'm going to, be, and then they want me to have a colonoscopy now, just to have a base, because mm -hmm. I'm 67. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about colonoscopies? Well, I'm going to pass, I know how I feel, but I'm going to pass that to the doctor. Okay. I think that if you have one or two in your lifetime, that it's a good thing, because they do find polyps, and there's no other way to find those polyps. Uh, there are other options. You can have a uh, occult blood fecal test and um, a sigmoidoscopy, which is not as invasive. But um, it's one of those things that I think is not such a bad idea. And it's, it's invasive, but, you know, if it's going to catch the colon cancer, um, I think it's a... Okay, and the other thing, actually, two more things. I'll just do it quickly. The other thing is... Um, I had my gallbladder removed, oh, quite a few years ago just because it was damaged because of something that happened to me. And now my cholesterol level is, uh, well, now, I mean, I just found out it's 262, and I've been doing a lot of reading about the myth of cholesterol and how the pharmaceutical companies really have made it into a story so they can sell a lot more. Lipitor. Yeah, and um, that the LPD are really proteins that take the cholesterol, to repair different things in your body. And I'm just wondering, 
but the very fact that I don't have a gallbladder anymore and I'm not making the bile to break down the fats in my um, digestive, I think that's right, my stomach, maybe that's why my cholesterol seems to be high. I don't know. I was just trying to connect the dots. Well, do you have any, um, have you been taking any bile salts or any, um, have you talked with your primary care person about what you can do to, to balance your body without the gallbladder? Um, no, I haven't. Um, that might be a place that you, you want to go to. Okay. And, um, yeah, I don't see cholesterol as, as a big enemy. <clears throat> I don't either, and I, I eat virgin coconut oil, and, and you know, I, I stay away from butter as much as I can, and I really don't eat that many animal fats well, what, what What's your breakdown? What's your LDL, HDL? Oh, I don't have it in front of me. Okay. <laughs> because they always say, you know, the high-density lipoproteins is that you want to see that number high. Yeah. And then they look at the triglycerides. And, of course, the LDLs, the, what's called the quote-unquote bad, is what they, uh, you know, they look at that as well. But it's if you have a high number of the HDLs, they usually say, wow, that's, that's great. So a lot of the testing is when you do the whole number of total cholesterol, it it's just doesn't give you enough information. You really want to know what is your HDL. Well, he said my triglycerides were very low, so okay. I know that much. That's good. All right. And the other thing, I just one more thing is, you know, with Fukushima that is ongoing and it's probably the biggest catastrophe facing our planet. Yes. It's just ongoing. And, of course, our government, once again, is, you know, not saying anything. But if it's ongoing, they can't do anything about it. I can sort of understand why they're not. But so we've been doing the French green clay pretty much ever since Fukushima blew and continues to blow our way. And, you know, I covered all my gardens with um, with things last year and blah, 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 but now I'm just sort of letting it go. And, you know, I'm just going to say to those who are aware of this ongoing catastrophe and the radiation coming our way in the form of rain and snow and what have you, just let's live our moments. We're here. We're here to witness. We came. We came at this time, and I think... We need to um, observe our reactions and learn from our responses. And I just continue to go out there in the Enchanted Forest and pick my mushrooms and eat them. And I know mushrooms are a big no-no when there's radiation. But, you know, I'm going on 68. I'm just going to live this precious life I have and try to be compassionate and respectful to my body and, 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 and life. You know, we're just... Thank you for that, and good for you. And you know what? Paul Stamets would support you 100%, and so would Greg Marley, our uh, mushroom expert in the state of Maine, because as long as they're not, um, you know, if they're organic, uh, you know, you look at where they're grown as well. And, you know, Paul Stamets says mushrooms, you know, fungi is going to save the world, and, you know, maybe maybe this will maybe this will prove him right. I know. So thank you for that. Thank you. All right. Um, we have another caller, but I do want to interject real quick that we had a caller who called previously that said Lyme is not a parasite, it's a bacteria. And, you know, this just lets me know I need to do a show on Lyme disease. So I, it's on the record. I'm going to do that. And um, also I do want to let people know that Mercola.com, M-E-R-C-O-L-A, Mercola, a, a DO, osteopathic doctor, holistic, out of the state of Illinois, uh, so much information that you, you'd be almost overwhelmed by it, but he has on his website, and you can Google it, about Lyme disease, and you would get so much information just from Mercola and what to do and what Lyme disease is and how a whole body disease and on and on and on that I think that will um, offer some of the 
people out there, I just want to make sure you know that website, uh, Dr. Mercola, Mercola.com, and look up Lyme disease. And I will do a feature on that because this has come up a couple times on the show and I know people are interested. We have another caller. Um, so welcome. If you want to give me your uh, name and the town you're from and your um, question. Oh, thank you. My uh, question is, my husband has had what has been diagnosed as a protozoa intestinal protozoa, and he's had various um, treatments by various different medical practitioners. The uh, allopathic treatment he had was um, a powerful antibiotic, which doesn't seem to have solved the protozoa problem, but it caused a huge overgrowth of fungus, yeast, um, which he has recovered from. But this uh, ongoing diarrhea that is being attributed to this protozoa, which they say is not a problem for everybody, so they're not even sure it's a problem for him. But I wondered if you had any recommend, um, recommendation for a protozoal uh, infection, intestinal infection. Yes, Clay. Clay should clear that up. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Clay? The bentonite clay. The bentonite clay. Yep. It, it really, um, in the literature, you can you know, read that it works. Um, Gosh, I'm not hearing you on my phone, and I don't want to put my radio on. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. Now I can hear can you. Can you hear? All yeah. right. So bentonite clay is what um, Dr. Borden is recommending. Okay. And is that B as in boy, Borden? Well, um, yes, B as in, in, as in boy. Beatrice yeah. Borden, B-O-R-D-E-N, and um, bentonite clay, spelled B-E-N-T-O-N, right? Am I right? Yeah, I wrote down the information um, I heard earlier on the bentonite, and I will get some of that. Yes, and Is also, there any, anything else? That, yes, uh, uh, make sure recommend? that your husband does probiotics. Um, yes, he is doing okay, that. Okay, that will make a and, really... And he's also taking some... Uh, electrolytes because <laughs> as this goes on, he becomes uh, more and more deficient. Because of the diarrhea. Because of the diarrhea, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really believe that the bentonite clay will, will do the job. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to get some. Make sure it's calcium bentonite. Yes, I wrote okay. that down. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. So um, what... what what else do we, we um, we've talked about the hydrogen peroxide, collodial silver, zappers, food, MMS, coffee enemas. I think, you know, in your cleanses, what about um, how one builds up the body after the cleanse? Well, I think it's really important for people to look at their food and see how nutrient dense it is. You want to eat things that, are, that have a lot of minerals, a lot of vitamins, a lot of fiber, and so when you look at something, you say, how good is this for me? And is there an alternative? And so eating and adding juice every day, if you're not going to do a juice feast, you can just add a serving of juice every day. Um, get the, you can get a juicer for $100. And um, spring is coming, and there's lots of free food out there growing in your garden. So food, you're, you're, you're saying like what Dr. Mark Hyman says, 90% of your health is on your fork. It is. We have another caller. We've got just a few minutes remaining, but we'll take this call. Welcome. If you want to give us your name and the town you're from and your question or comment, please. Yes. Um, Susan from Gouldsboro. Uh, I'm a nurse, and I just wanted to say 
There is nothing more important than colonoscopy. It has prevented more cancers than anything I have ever seen. I'm a nurse that worked for 15 years with a colorectal surgeon, and by the time you've got positive hemocult, uh, you can already have a cancer, so do it. So do it. So yes. your recommendation is definitely Absolutely. do it. And what is your recommendation for the age that one 50. should start? Okay. So 50 you think- my, if symptoms before that, but 50. 50. All right. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So um, in, in closing, um, Beatrice, why don't you, any websites, and we talked about Mercola.com. You've talked about, um, in the past, uh, the uh, Hyman.com, the Amen Clinic, and Renegade Health. Right. Well, you know, those four have so much information, and you can actually sign up, and they will send you stuff almost every day. And you'll have so much stuff to read that you will really be able to start and take charge of your own health to really see what you need. And if, you, if it's not something that's being sent to you, they have archived material, and those four just are amazing sites. So I just want to end with, when, when does one know they need a provider, and how much can they do on their own? I think everybody needs a good health care provider. Okay. Um, and I think you need to have a doctor and an, al- uh, an alternative doctor and other people like... Uh, so you need a team. A team. So you're not, so not just a primary, not just a naturopath. You are for the team approach. Right. And yet you need at least both. An acupuncturist, a naturopath. It's really a, um, an important thing. You can do so much on your own, but sometimes we're blinded. Sometimes we just don't see what we really need. Or sometimes you already have disease. You already have a disease state, and you can't do it on your own. Well, I want to just thank our, um, our audience and our listeners, and I want to thank Amy Brown for engineering the show, and I want to thank you, Beatrice. Thank you so much. This You're is so Beatrice welcome. Borden on Healthy Options, and uh, you can email her at Beatrice at advancednutritionalhealth.com, and her phone number is 683 Two, three, three, two. Cynthia, again, for Healthy Options. Thanks for listening.